Stay a while and listen. Welcome back, everyone. We're uh, we're back. The part-time otaku podcast, the post show, whatever. All right, it's us. We've returned, but with a special episode. Um, we're here to give you our top five of 2023. Um, I have a top five. Grant has a top five. And then uh, we go on later to, you know, there is some overlap, but we sort that out. No need to worry. Uh, Then we go on to mention our top five moments of the year. You know, we try to do like one per show. Uh, And then we have a honorable mentions section. And then a brief kind of, you know, what are we looking forward to in uh, 2024 there at the end. So very fun episode, uh, lengthy because there's a lot to talk about. But you already know that. You can see, you, you know what you're getting into. Um, want to say thank you very much to everybody who has listened throughout 2023. We've got some fun stuff planned for 2024. I think we're going to play a bit around, you know, experiment a little bit with the format, have some fun, uh, but just keep an eye out. We're going to still be here weekly. Um, and we're, we're very, very excited. I'd love doing these episodes where we kind of look back on the whole year. It's always a huge reminder of there's just so much quality storytelling out there happening right now. Um, and it's, yeah, it's very exciting to be a part of. And uh, the community is probably, you know, among the best parts of that. So thank you for listening and enjoy the episode. Oh, hey there, Grant. Hello, David. What's up, Stumps? Well, Stumps. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I had to be there, gang. (laughs) <laughs> um, but actually, yeah, I'm going to tell you a quick, quick sidebar. I didn't tell you this. I sent Grant and uh, another friend of mine who shall rename uh, Nameless a, uh, a voice memo on New Year's Eve <laughs> where I was just like, stumps. And it's a inside joke. Uh, sure. But um, we say that to one another. But you want to know the context on that, Grant? Um, the the voice memo. The voice memo I sent you saying that. Okay, no, no, I don't so, know the context. The context was, and it really ages quite well, because it was like, I don't know, between 10 and midnight, I want to say like halfway through, maybe around 11 p.m., and I sent that in the bathroom of a fancy restaurant, and like it echoed quite loudly, but I looked, you know, I sent it while I was at the urinal, sorry, that's TMI, but you know, I sent it because I was comfortable that there was no one in the bathroom, right? (laughs) And then as I'm leaving, I look behind me, and all the, there's three stalls, and all three are flipped to occupied. (laughs) So... So, three dudes in a bathroom, and just pitch just perfect, like hear a pin drop silence, like just hear me come in, hear me pee, and then go, stumps, and then walk out. And they're probably, like, they were probably like, I, you know, I wonder if they talked to one another after I left, like, what the hell was that about? But hey. If they knew each other, or they just went about their way. Yeah, you know, you know like, just ships passing in the night. God, that's so funny. I've been saying that around. That driving everyone insane. Let's go, dude. Yeah. Um, okay, big day. Big day, Grant. Huge day. Um, I'm sure past David will have filled them in on this in the intro, mm. so I don't think we need to do anything too yeah. fancy. Yeah, he he usually has that covered for us. Yeah, but it's it's the year in review. Uh, yeah, man. We're good. We're we've got like a whole bunch of categories for you guys today. We've yeah. got similar format as last year, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, but we're gonna start Tough heavy. Year. Tough year. It is a tough year. Tough year to judge a bunch of stuff, man. Um, Crazy. Whittling down a top five isn't often, like, super hard. But I think you had sent me a message, like, last week. You were like, man, this is, like, pretty crazy deep year. Yeah. Um, 
if, if you felt, you know, we were joking like last year about the cyclo season, right? Like that was mm-hmm. like a whole, like it was like a gag that we turned into like a, like a show title and this, and, like, you know, we had a, you know, our good friend Bronson made a song based all around it. And we thought that was like the end of it. And then mm. the winter came and then, you know, the summer was stacked and the fall was, you know, stacked as yeah. it always, it, just, it, it, it felt like 2023, like it was, you know, it was like the unnamed cyclo season. It was crazy. Like yeah. uh, I looked at my list and, you know, we, you know, you know, I keep like, you know, journals and whatnot of what we watched and this and that in our notes and i was like holy hell like i should have digitized some of this because this is like a lot to go through <laughs> it's crazy yeah my my trick uh that i recommend you do and our audience does is just check out our instagram at part-time mm-hmm. otaku podcast i just basically flipped through and i was like what do we cover like what were we mm-hmm. covering all year and then i just kept like looking at the episode uh posts and being like wow like man that was on this year and that yeah. and that like um, after we do our top five, we'll have a brief little honorable mentions category. Mm. And like, it's, it's like pretty dense. Yeah. Um, then we'll talk music <clears throat> and, uh, and, you know, a little peek look ahead to what, uh, what to expect this year in terms of anime that we're looking forward to. Um, but maybe let's just start, let's start here, Grant. You want to go ahead with your, we'll start from the bottom down, right? So your yeah, number five pick up. first. Yeah. yeah. So we, we discussed, we're going to do a similar thing to, you know, like the, the ringer shows that we like is. So if, if my number five ends up hypothetically being like Dave's number three or number two, we'll put mine on pause. And then when we get to his, you know, when that one comes up again, we can have a bigger discussion at that. That way, you know, I'm not kicking into a show that he really dug versus one that I obviously like in blast because it was lower on my list kind mm-hmm. of thing. So um, but starting uh, number five, I have Jujutsu Kaisen season two. Wow! As if okay, yeah, that's <laughs> higher up on my list. Okay, all right. What number? I'm curious. Or do we want to wait? No, uh, keep it a surprise. Keep, keep it a surprise. surprise. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. we'll keep it a surprise. But uh, all right, what's your uh, what's your number five? I have, and this is a slightly technical uh, because it came out earlier, but it came to Disney Plus okay. in January of 23. I've got Summertime Render, summer or Summertime Rendering. I will accept all of Disney Jail as released as <laughs> when yes. we got a chance to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's not on my list, so uh, fire away. It's not on your list. Yeah, I don't... Not I my think, top five. I think the thing for me is I just haven't seen... You know, it's weird. Like, I think... And I'm, I'm taking a swing here. But I I think that Summertime Rendering or Summertime Render, whichever, I see it used interchangeably. Mm-hmm. Um I'm not saying it's as good as something like Death Note, but I do think there is going to be a generation of people that watch anime mm. that are going to get hooked on Summertime the way that a lot of people my age got hooked on Death Note and the way it was like, yeah, you know, the first anime you saw uh, or a lot of people saw, uh, myself included. You know, one, it now at least, it is readily available on a major streaming platform. Um, you gotta dig for it. It's, it is criminal. Yeah, that's um, how my, it's even it, it you know sorry to jump in but no, like no. even on Disney Plus and I don't think it's just like me but like I think now when you are at the homepage there is straight up an option for adult animation it's on the splash page as right. you sign into Disney and you go on you're like boom anime and summertime rendering is at the absolute bottom right corner like you have to scroll down interesting a, a little too far and like there's stuff up there that's like you know way ahead of it that I again. You know, I haven't watched it, I can't really speak to it, but, like, just based off experience and, you know, knowing where kind of the temperature is at with, you know, the, the fandom and all that. Like, Summertime Rendering should be, like, the first, one of the first things they're promoting, along with, you know, some other shows that you may or may not be talking about, so I won't touch, but... Yeah. Um, 
but anyway, it's just it's crazy to me. Like, what a travesty this whole Disney jail situation. And don't even get me started on that. And luckily, Anna and I are still furious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. got burned. Yeah, we got burned so bad. But back to you, sir. You and the rest of the world got burned on yeah. uh, on dead on luck. But um, I just think that again, like. I think the show will stand the test of time in a similar way to Death Note because it just has so much going for it. I think mm. the animation quality on that show is like criminally underrated. It's yes. gorgeous to look at. Um, it's got great music. It has a great voice acting cast. Mm-hmm. It has almost a touch too many twists and turns, but that's really what reminds me of Death Note. <laughs> yeah, as I'm watching Death Note, I, I think... I think often back to summertime murdering yeah and like it's just it's violent um and it has some weird animeisms like it just has a little bit of everything that i think like a lot of people you know it may not be let's say uh the best like cat and mouse logic based anime (laughs) yeah yeah, and it may not be the best battle shonen but it has elements of that too and it may not have the best like romance angle but it has like a decent one you know what i mean it has all these little things that i think at the end of the day make like a relatively good show a convincing story and enough twists along the way that they don't really they were getting close towards the end but i don't think they like wore out their welcome with all the twists like it it effectively, I wanted to finish the show. I was like, okay, I need to know yeah. how this shit ends. There's definitely in like the back, like the like the back eight where the tires have hit the road, and For like sure. it just it, it goes straight. You know, there's no there's no up and down zigzagging. Like we kind of know where it's going. Like they've they've kind of had their fun. They did the experimentation. You know, the the this and the that. Like it's it it, it almost becomes a little more traditional the closer you get to the end, yeah. which only works to his benefit because it is kind of off the rails like that first 15 episodes you're kind of just like whoa like yeah your neck is your head is spinning on your shoulders because you're like wait what 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 it's a lot of you know do not go right to the next episode it's like all right in review what did we just witness right and you know not like not like it's so confounding right like it is very you know it wears it's you know with the the storytelling on its sleeve but it it is there's like a couple like very not blinking you miss it but it's like they hit you with three different things at the same time and then the episode's over and you're like okay well they're gonna jump like that right off the bat so like maybe let's iron that out but uh yeah no i i agree and i think the last point i'll make on on summertime is that it i i love that it has a definitive ending yeah they didn't milk that thing and like you know who knows like i I won't speak to all that like but i just like that it's like it's a good length you know mm. what I mean? They didn't drag it out. Um, it, when it did finally come out, you could watch the whole thing. I don't know. I was stoked about it. I like the release schedule. Um, I think it has like a lot of what a lot of people look for in a quote like good anime, mm-hmm. and uh, I had a lot of fun watching it. It's 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 a fun show. Actually, honestly, you can kind of, it's just a fun show. You know, like it's it has a lot of common to last year's kind of what we call like the popcorn almost like blockbuster show and licorice recoil like it has a lot of similar you know there's enough there for the general audience and then you know like said all those animeisms kind of you know fit the bill for a lot of other viewers and i don't know it's it's weirdly all-rounded and when you first look at it you're like there's no way this is like for everybody um but it's funny we we watched that suzumi movie last night and all the and i were talking about was like oh my god this has like a similar vibe to like not storytelling and narrative wise but like the environment of summertime rendering like the island and like you know the shots of the sea and like a lot of you know older 
you know, old temples in the forest and, you know, torn down buildings and so it was, it was weirdly like a throwback to summertime running. I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of crazy how, uh, just how cool and fun a storytelling tool that is. Like the, yeah, you forget the islands of Japan, you know, not just Tokyo. The setting in a lot of these shows eventually becomes like a character itself. Yeah. It's very weird. Yeah. Um, all right. Very cool. So that means you're at number four then. My number four, so this is, again, we might be in another situation where you probably might have this higher, uh-uh. but I have it at number four for a kind of specific reason. Mm-hmm. Um, my number four is Attack on Titan Final Chapters. Wow. <laughs> I'm sorry, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, I figured as much. <laughs> uh, that is all right, but uh, no, I guess, well, we'll get to that, but uh, what's your uh, what's number four, dude? <laughs> Here's what it is, dude. This is what happens yeah, when we don't now, share the list. Yeah, we try but, to no, but now <laughs> I know. Now I know that I think mine is good. This next one might be higher on your list. It doesn't really matter because like we're about to talk about everything in the next couple of minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. My number four is Vinland Saga. Fuck, mine's, mine's higher. <laughs> yeah, of course it is, dude. Of course it is. Okay, right. you, you're number three. My number three is Freerun. Mine too. Okay, perfect. There you okay. go. See, we all got to, we got to where we needed to go. Okay, uh, um, you go on Freerun. Dave, this was a total... I feel like we would have caught Freerun because, like, it is very much talked about. It's not like Odd Taxi. It's not like, you know, last year's Call of the Night. It's not like one of those niche shows where, Mm -hmm. like, it kind of flew under the radar and it is so good. Like, everyone grabbed it and ran. Like, it is one of the biggest shows this year. For sure. Um, And for good reason, clearly. Uh, You and I fell in love with it, like, right off the bat. Um, You know, it, it took that three... Very genius, like, three-episode preview of, like, getting people in. Wasn't it four? Um, I think by the time you caught it, it was uh, four. I think right, it was right, originally right. just three. I might, which, be, might be misremembering. Which, but, uh, just for the record, just to interject quickly, is just so funny because, like, your sales pitch yeah. had my eyebrows raised so high. Like, they went I into know. my hairline. Risky. Risky role and, on my part. <laughs> uh, well, no, not not necessarily <laughs> you. Just the fact that they did that. Like, yeah. it's just, I, I get, obviously, it all worked out in the end, both for us and for and for Freerun. But, like, it is funny that they took that gamble to release all of them at once. Because, like, you just feel like with audiences today, like, being like, what, you really think, like, you need me to watch three of these fuckers? Yeah. Um, I'm just glad that it caught on. But, yes. like, over to you. Well, you know, it's just, it's a total, like, accident. You know, I saw a couple, you know, YouTube clips, like, Mother's Basement was talking about it. Gigak, uh, I think, might have had a video last year at one point about it. Yeah. And they were talking about the man- manga specifically. And uh, it, you know, Leanna was looking for something to read. And, and I was like, oh, there's this free run one. I saw yeah. people, people talk about it. It's in our lane. It's fantasy. It's not an isekai. Mm-hmm. And she, you know, she was just like, she's like, the show's coming out for this? I'm like, yeah, like, soon. She's like, we're, we're watching it. And I'm like, oh, okay. And... You know, kind of, we get what we get, but I don't know, Dave, I'm, as I've grown older, and you and I have grown older, I respect a slow burn more and more. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there is two ways to tell a slow story, and there's a successful way and a not a successful way, and, you know, it's, you know, this anime is show, don't tell, right? Like, they, yeah. the, I think the key themes are memory and regret, and they intertwine, obviously, you know, it's... When you say it out loud, it seems obvious, but like those two just kind of mesh together so well because, yeah. you know, you think and this and that. But I don't know. It's just, it's so patient. And yeah. in its patience, it finds this time to make the jokes and fit in the action and let these people. Be. And, you know, the, I guess the third element would be time, right? So we, yeah. you know, we get free, you know, we get to see these characters growing up. I don't know. I'm just, this is such a feel good show, but it's not afraid to show its teeth. 
yeah. you know, when it needs to. Like, it gets very dark, and we've seen Freerun, like, kind of show her biases and, you know, her earned biases, you know, against, like, the demons and whatnot. But I don't know, man. It's um, and probably, just probably the most consistently beautiful show this year. No, I, I would agree with that. It's yeah. it's almost a shame that it's not done uh, in yeah. time for our review because who knows it might it might even be be higher. But yeah, um, but no, I agree. I think it's just so beautifully bittersweet. Um, yeah. it's funny because I you know I really struggled with my top three specifically because you know there I've just been on the couch a lot like talking to Sam about this and she's mm-hmm. like oh what which show is this and I'm like I'm telling you you would love this thing it's just like you know the timing didn't work for her to watch it yeah but I'm like it's, it might be my favorite show of the year and like I had to think about where everything stood in its place and all that bullshit but like I think it's funny Leanna really hit it on the head at my birthday yeah um because you know I've just been thinking about how bittersweet it is and you know you you hit on like a lot of the major themes on time and regret and and she just says like it's kind of it's very melancholy and i was like oh it is and then i just couldn't get that out of my head i was like of course that's the fucking word like it's like (laughs) it's the perfect word for the show um yeah i i just want to give her a warm hug you know what i I mean all of them you know like it's it's so funny like you know like leanne and i watch a lot of uh you know we like rom-coms that's like you know our favorite you know times of the years when we find the new, the new seasonal kind of you know romantic comedy or even just like a like a straight up you know romance but like this show kind of fits all of that stuff in like i would die for fern and stark dude like i love those two and like you can see like the most recent episodes like the kind of like you know they've always clearly kind of she's clearly had a crush on him the way you know like back and forth and he's kind of like a dumb boy and he's kind of coming to and figuring out but like you know, I'm kind of dipping into my favorites. One of my favorite moments of the year is like, Dave, that that ballroom scene was oh, yeah. one of the most beautiful anime set pieces I've ever witnessed. Like the fluidity of the dancing and the scene, and it's the and it's crazy. Like this is the same studio that did Death Note. You yeah. Know what I mean? Like yeah. It, obviously, like not always the same staff and people come and go, but like, you know, a legacy can carry, and it just goes to show that like you give the right people in the right studio the right work. You know, and it's funny because you look at Death Note, and it's it's a slow burn as well, and it's in its own way. It's a lot of twists and turns and this and that, but it does have a similar cadence to it, right? So it's it's funny, it's funny to watch it. And and the other thing too is it's funny that this is airing along Jujutsu Kaisen because it could be more different, right? They could be more different, but they have a similar feeling where there's no plot armor in Free Run. Like sure, like there might be, but like I it almost feels like you're waiting for the the ball to drop. Like something yeah. bad is gonna happen. Like maybe not yet. And again, we have the the show isn't done. We have like another eight more episodes. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah the, I think uh, this week the the new the new core starts. Um. But yeah, I don't know, man. This is just that's another thing to mention. It's just yeah. like you know, one thing that I see always when I look at the comments on on the Reddit discussion threads for them are like people are just so grateful grateful for the. TLC this show is receiving and it's yeah. adaptation like people are so over the moon about you know the studio and the release schedule there's not a major break in it the animation quality like it just seems like it was done right and yeah. we're in this age where there's a bit of a magnifying glass over production quality and working conditions mm-hmm. and you know like a chainsaw man's a really good example um where like this show like really struggled under its own weight right it was like it broke all these records for like watches on a trailer and then it finally Mm. comes out and like it's like a mixed bag because people are expecting something kind of unrealistic right yeah 
Yeah. And then Free Ring kind of just comes out without a ton of fanfare with three slow burn episodes. And it's like the number two most popular thing on right now, only behind like the biggest shonen currently airing. So it's yeah. it's kind of fucking nuts when you yeah. think about it. Like shows like this don't often go ho- go head to head with with like giant battle shonens. No. Uh, I mean, you know, they do. There are exceptions, but like, for, I guess my point is, Free Run is one of those exceptions. It, it's yeah. like a beautiful, beautiful show. I'm so. This was your recommendation to me too. Yeah. And I'm it's, so it happy 100, it was. It 100% deserves its place in the zeitgeist right now. Yeah. And, you know, it's only, I think it still has, it has room to dominate a little bit. Like, there's a couple of shows, you know, because, like, the, the winter season starts this week. There's, like, you know, a handful of shows starting. And I think, you know, there's one specifically, I think, that might, you know, kind of eat up the discussions. Uh, I think that solo leveling show comes out this mm-hmm. week and has been, you know, um, hotly anticipated. So that might eat up some of Free Run's uh spots for the, like, yeah. the remainder of the show but i don't know i think um it's well earned and you know just guys and it's a pretty good sakuga you know like you know there's other there's other stuff this year that like really kind of you know the money was thrown at a couple scenes this show on the turn of a dime on a scene that you wouldn't expect to like yeah. really let loose it, funny enough similar to shoko tensei where like you know it had a consistent look the whole time and then it dials it up to 11 and you're just yeah. like was that necessary? No, but I loved it. You know, yeah. Free Run kind of has a similar, you know, I remember, I think you hadn't started watching yet. Um, and it was the episode where I think they meet Stark and he fights the dragon. And I was just like, holy fuck. Like, what is this show? Like, this is crazy, that. you know? And, you know, you ask Leanne, I'm like, how does this, how does this compare to the manga? And she goes like, you know, like the feeling is in the manga and it's in the show too, but you, know, yeah. you get the benefit of the anime to like really, you know, let loose, and, and they are doing that, so, but, yeah. uh, fucking amen, free run, so good. So good. Um, so I'm gonna go to my number two, because it's one, it's one that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, and it's Jujutsu Kaisen, season two. Let's get it. So, I really struggled with this, I almost had it at my number one, but, mm. I, and the reason it's so high, is I was just kind of thinking, like, you know, I was going through this list, of all these shows that were kind of in contention, and my thought process was like, what have I lost? I don't want to say the lost the most sleepover, but like how, which one of these shows has had me reeling and thinking about things more? Yeah. What, how, what has caused you the most mental or usage of mental energy? Yeah. And, yeah. and I just, I've been off the couch or yelling, oh shit. Yeah. I don't, for 23 weeks straight. You know what I mean? Yeah. It kind of feels like that. Like. Um, like so much, so much, and you know, we, we are among the voices, like contributing to the large discussion about mm-hmm. like, uh, production issues. Like I said, it literally seconds ago talking about yep. free rent, but like, especially for Jujutsu Kaisen, that was like very front and center. And I think in a way, and I, I think this is a good thing, but it definitely detracts from the show, right? Like it takes, this takes away from the conversation about just the content. So for a second, I was like, okay, well, let me like put the blinders on all of that mm. and just thinking about what season did we get and you know all those you know i'm deep in the you know this is how i get spoiled all the time right on <laughs> yeah. reels and tiktoks and like on you know but there's so much fan-made content going out going around right now but like mm-hmm. all these beautiful highlight moments from season two and i'm like jesus like you know we watched toji ice amane and ghetto and gojo in 25 minutes you know what I mean? After barely knowing him, and then me- and then seeing him later when he you know kills himself once he realizes he's beating his son to death. Yeah. 
we got uh, Gojo's like entire kind of background and get how Ghetto's fall into madness, and we got to find out, you know, we're gonna talk about the finale and all that, and about like who Ghetto really is, and you know, all this crazy growth from Yuji and what happened to Nobara and Maki and Nanami. 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 Not, yeah, you know, and the yeah. like the bit you just did, like there's comedy in the middle of it. Of yes. that. There's not there's not a lot compared to season one, but like there there's are a little these, bit of brevity. A little yeah, bit. and and like Mahito, like just like such an unbelievable villain. All time. Um I it's I looked at all that and I, yeah, I was like, man, I don't know, this has to be towards the top for me. I was just off my couch yelling too much for it not to be. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. If like if anything, like I'm not like I'm not trying to say like I'm dinging Mappa for like putting their two biggest shows this year, like at four and five because of like who they are and their practices, but yeah. like Yeah. Like you, you know, like you, <laughs> like you kinda like bungled everything and you also made yourselves like look hyper like not the worker. Again, like it's I know it's a different culture than this and that, it's hard to compare, you know, people try to argue both sides of it, but like come on you know like it's it's so hard like i understand like they are the big thing and they're clearly like they set their standard and you know what they want to do and that's why all these production companies are assigning the work to them because you know it's going to go out or whatever but like it's 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 really hard to not see the seams like even now like watching you know you you rewatch like the top 10 moments and all that and you know you and i were talking uh before we were recording of the uh, Sukuna and in uh, the macro fight, and you look at the stills and you're like, "Fuck, that, like, oh. that kind of looks like shit," you yeah. know. And then you look at a you know a still thirty seconds later into the scene, and you're like, "How does that look a hundred times better?" You know, like that one looks I, like it's from a movie, and this one looks like it was like a trace over by a thirteen year old. It just it felt in review like I I loved the season, I loved the character, I loved the story. You know, I'm probably going to read the manga. Like, I, I'm being very... I'm trying... It's, it's hard because they already announced the third season. Yeah. Or potentially movie. Like, the next arc or whatever. Yeah. So, it might be sooner than later. So, maybe I can wait. But, like, it's... I think I like what it comes from. Not necessarily, like, what is being presented to us by right. Mappa. Right. And it's just hard not to see the scenes now. You yeah. You know? Like, it, like, there's some amazing moments and, you know, the stuff that works. And, you know, I... F- like, c- credit where credit is due and kudos to the animators and the creatives at the studio like doing this like we all know it's the people above and the management mm-hmm. and this and that that kind of you know shit rolls downhill but like i don't know man it was in review it's like it was kind of like bittersweet but like i loved the whole time like it's 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 hard you know it's like fuck like can you enjoy the thing where people suffered through and there was all those crazy tweets that came out and all the you know articles and and quotes of like staff working there and how beat down and bogged down there and like it's you know, some of it sounds like Stockholm Syndrome, because, like, people are saying, like, oh, this is all my fault, where it's like, dude, it probably wasn't, you know? Like, it's just, you know, the restrictions put on this and that, so, I don't know, it's, it's hard, it's, it, uh, it has a legacy, like, it's not going anywhere, the show's coming back, and it's just, you know, what are we gonna get next time, but, um, yeah, god damn, man, it was, it was, uh, it was breakneck speed from episode one to episode 23. Yeah, it's funny, right, because, you know, again, all that stuff aside, like people just wouldn't shut up about the Shibuya incident. Like, yeah. oh, it's a you don't you don't know what's coming, dude. <laughs> yeah, and it's like shut up. Like, I yeah. get you, I get it. You read the manga, like you know someone probably dies or something. <laughs> sure. like, it, yeah. Those people are just so annoying. <laughs> yeah, but then like you watch it and you're like, oh fuck, <laughs> like, this is pretty, yeah. this is pretty dark, huh? But the interesting thing is too, and again, this is this is not 
this isn't from Leanna, but like a lot of the general consensus is, and this it's a double edged sword, which you know I'll bring the other side of it later. But you know, people say the best Jujutsu Kaisen ever was was the Shibuya incident, yeah, in the manga, right? And if the result was this with what was the best of the manga. How, like, you know, how, what are people going to feel and think if down the road, like, coming seasons or coming movies and whatnot, if this repeats again, how are people going to, how is it going to affect the show's legacy, right? Or, like, the, kind of the, the IP itself, the story? So, I don't know. It's, you mean, how will the production issues? And... Well, like, how, how is the fandom going to feel if, like, if the best of the best was kind of treated this way? Like, oh, I see what you the mean. The stuff down the road where, like, you know, fan base wise, like, it's good and, you know, Leanna loves it and people love it. But people have said, like, Shibuya is, like, the peak it's ever yeah. been. And, and it's, you know, that's, like, halfway through its run or whatever. So it's, you know, and then you get something like Demon Slayer, where people say that the Swordsmith Village arc was, like, also, like, pretty high up there. And, you know, you and I were watching, we're like, yeah, some stuff happened. But, like, you know, <laughs> Entertainment District was pretty tight. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's, I don't know, it's, um, it's, you know. It's we'll see. They it's said, fucking weird. It's they fucking said weird, an interesting dude. bar. Um... We'll see. Yeah, I'm very curious to see what they do for S three or whatever they decide. It should. I'm hoping it's less of a break this time around. Um, what really hurt the timeline was the fact that they did that movie in between, right? Um. Well, I was I was doing the math on it because they announced it like the calling arc, which is like the next one. Yeah. Uh, the day, obviously, the day of the finale. Yeah. And they announced the Shibu- officially announced that Shibuya incident was coming the winter the fall of 2021 and we so this came out what this started in 2022 or no 2023 so like fall 23 so yeah over fall 23 so like a year and almost two years like a year and a half so when did the movie come out though uh that's what i'm saying because like season one came out like 2019 no uh yeah so it would have been 2020 we saw it it was covid yeah post-covid we're back in theaters pretty sure yeah, 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 definitely. Was. So uh, I guess my point is, like, you know, there was a major break between S one and S two, but there was also yeah. an international film release in the middle of that. Because the interesting thing is, they have not said what it is. Yeah, they have not said if it's a season or a movie. When they, they say the word project. arc, that yeah. to me suggests season, but who knows? Um, but Mugen Train was. Yeah, but it was... wasn't the Mugen Train arc. It was just called Mugen Train. Oh, that's true. You know what I mean? So, the, like when they did Swordsmith Village, was, yeah, exactly. Swordsmith Village oh, okay. arc. It to me, it sent it's like sends a message of like multi episodic, but mm. that doesn't. I mean, I'm, those are just like two exa- examples off the top of my head. I don't think it's like rule of law, but mm. I'm hoping it's a season. But I don't know. I don't know, man. I want to read it so bad. I'm just trying to see how patient I should be. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's uh, TBD. Are, TBD. What's what's your number two? My number two is Vinland Saga. I thought it would be, yeah. Yeah. Um, Dave, th- I think this is fair to say, and maybe maybe not for you. But, you know, I, I might be bold. I might say it. I think this was probably our most anticipated show for the year. Um, like, going into 2023, yeah. we were like, yeah, Vinland Saga's there, coming. Yeah. Um, maybe aside from Attack on Titan and whatnot, but... Um, yeah, that's the thing. Dave, like, it, it was so funny because... Again, the internet's such a fickle beast, right? Like, you get all these people saying, like, don't worry, we're in good hands. Yeah. This is where, like, Vinland Saga starts. And you get everyone else saying, like, no, <laughs> it's Farmland Saga. It's fucking boring. Like, yeah. you know, you get all the people that don't... It's like people that don't know how to, like, sit and wait for, like, you know, their food at a restaurant. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's just impatient people. Um, 
But, like, it just, they pulled off the perfect inverse of the first season, right? Like, where season one was, like, action, full on, but there were genuine moments of, like, introspection across some characters and, you know, philosophical thought. And then you have season two and it's, like, the absolute, like, perfect reverse of that. Like, it's, you know, it's all who you are, who you can be, what you can become, the restraints you are as a man or a woman, you know, in the time, it's just, you know, and then you have like, you know, the, the action kind of fit in between and it's all like relevant action, you know, it's not just like fighting for the sake of fighting. I just thought this is one of the most beautiful shows like ever. Um, I was completely blown away with it. Um, you know, it's funny, like we, we were hitting hard on Mappa, you know, like a moment ago, but like, this is like when like they take their time with something Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it kind of just comes out as is. And I don't know, man, it's just such a beautiful show. And you know, I was joking earlier about Fern and Stark. You know, like those are that's my couple of the year there. But like Einer and Thorfinn, like those are my boys. And like watching, <laughs> watching those two, I, I remember just being like, we met Einer. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, what are we getting into? And when they kind of met up, and you just saw their friendship like naturally, organically grow. Like as like also it's just like men, young men, not knowing how to fucking do anything. They have trauma all over the place, and then like they just kind of come out like. As like the tightest unit possible, yeah. You know. Also, I think Vinland Saga is based on this podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I just Vinland Saga is truly unique. I think you know. I, I you know some people would argue, and there's you know lots of historical tales kind of done over the years, but just not like this. Like the just the to, like the care and attention to like Thorfinn's journey. It's just, it's so intricate and slow going and they kind of, it just, it felt like a natural hill climb, right? Like any good story, you kind of get to where you're going, but I don't know, man, just, I was like, every week I was just like, you know, maybe other than Jujutsu Kaisen, like you hit credits and you're just like, fuck, I gotta wait a week now. You know, it's just, you you, you know, it's just, I don't know, man, it's, I'm kind of at a loss for words. It's just, it was just a moment, you know, like week to week. I I fucking love this show. No, I agree. I think... I think it's a bit of a work of art, right? Like, it's weird. Yeah. It it feels different than a lot of anime because mm-hmm. season one felt more anime, right? Like, mm-hmm. it had a lot, of the, a lot of the notes that I think we kind of expect. It's a very different story um, that I wasn't really prepared for. But, you know, I think like a lot of people, I knew that season two was going to be different. I just mm-hmm. didn't know how it was going to be different. I didn't know how I was going to react to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that like you said that like they pulled like kind of a full reversal and it's a bit of a master class and like in, in how to ch- in, in how to change pace yeah um i do remember thinking the middle was a little slow but then they that last third i think of the show yeah. as all the threads start to intersect it kind of reminded me almost a bit of full metal alchemist sure um it's not that you know involved but everything starts to come together and you start to see that stuff you thought was middling was there for a reason yeah yeah and all the puzzle pieces kind of fit and uh yeah i don't know like it it's just a special show um Mm -hmm. I, i think it's one of those shows that going forward when like i make that recommendation you know it'll be like and especially now people are so lucky that they can just binge it it's like watch season one but, like, couple it with season two. Like, you have to see kind of both sides of that coin because they do yeah. such a good job working off of one another. Um, yeah. No, I, I, I agree with everything you're saying. It's very, very heartfelt, very kind of a very tender show, which is funny because if you heard this review after only seeing season one, 
you'd be like, are you guys talking about the same thing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, yeah. but they but they made that switch, and I think that that's so hard to nail. Yeah. And everybody seemed to be down with it, and that's that's like that's also really hard to like satisfy the vast majority of your viewers because mm. everyone was pretty stoked on it. Yeah, sure. Some yeah. people were impatient. There was, impatient, there was some pretty like, vocal. Like there was some pretty. Uh, I think there was some drop off, but like again, like the people that can't take the time just enjoy for a story for what it is. Yeah. And again, people have their taste. Like they just want action. That's there's nothing wrong with that. You know, it's same thing for the stuff that you and I don't love. Like people, people want what they want. Like and I get that, but I don't know. It just I, it, it seems like uh, it just I feel like I just feel sad for people. Like just I again, I'm you and I are big proponents of just tell the story that's meant to be told with you know what is there. Yeah, and I think this show just kind of nails that, you know, like it, it does its thing at its own pace. Like you said, it's like you said, like it's the middle is like kind of slow, and then you get to the end, and you're like, oh, there was, there was a reason they took slow steps to get to where we're going now, and and it's nice because you do get to the ending, and it's not like sped up because it's action, like it's everything yeah. still kind of takes its time, and you know, it's going through its paces, like it's still an incredibly brutal show, like For it's sure. not. You know, it's not, again, it's not, like, full-on open-field combat and, and, you know, ship battles like the, the first season was. But it's, you know, the the recipe is still there. Yeah. <laughs> All the same components. And and they're, they're just imagery. I think they really, like, you know, this might go back to, you know, one of your top moments. But I just think back to how they naturally fit in his dream sequences. Yeah. You know, with, like, with, you know, with Ascalad and... You know, I'll touch with one of mine, like, you know, the, like the Gardar and the Arnheed moments are kind of like their dream sequence into the afterlife. Like they kind of find a way to take like a, um, you know, like a, like a standard semi-historical story and kind of use the power of anime and animation to like touch on these other elements, you know, to kind of fill the story. I, I don't know, man. It's, the show's a fucking, it's a 10 out of 10. Like truly, like this season was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the, those last few episodes, especially. It just hit so hard. They were so yeah. good. Um, okay, I'm gonna go ahead with my number one because yep. you've already mentioned it, and mm-hmm. then we'll go back to yours. So mine uh, for the viewer or listener is probably easy to work out, but it's Attack on Titan: The Final Chapters because we had the release in March of this year, and then we wrapped up in November. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, I, it's uh, it was tricky because I was like, man, this is barely an anime. It's like two 90 minute specials. It's kind of irritating, but yeah. Well, six episodes, I guess. Yeah. The way that they kind of... Yeah. It, you know, it's hard. Um, we've talked about Attack on Titan a lot. Um, we have definitive reviews out, right? We've got... The genesis of this program. Yeah. You know, we've done everything after MAPPA took over. We've got independent reviews of both specials. So go check those out if you're curious about our, our super in-depth thoughts. But one thing that I will echo here um, that we've mentioned basically over the last two years is it's hard to not allow the schedule and naming convention for the show impact its legacy. Yeah. Cause it has for sure. Um, but I think, you know, if you watch attack on Titan today and I actually know a few people that I talked to over the holidays who were like, Oh, like we just watched it this year. And like, it's like a work, it's a perfect work of art. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Yeah. Like <laughs> timing was to their advantage. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think the release schedule hurt them, but I think at the same time, I just had so much stock in this show sticking its landing mm-hmm. and not fucking it up. And like, just will my questions be answered? Will they, you know, 
I didn't even need it to be perfect. I just needed it to be satisfying. Yeah. And even then, that felt like a pretty tall order. You know what I mean? Like, how were you, you... You felt like that? You were worried that, like, it wasn't going to just land? It's not that I was worried it... It's not that I thought it wouldn't. I was worried it wouldn't. Okay. You know what I mean? Oh, fair. Yeah. The, it, the I, was, I was like, you know what? Like, Isayama's kind of taken us this far. And, like, you know, the show's pretty ingenious, even without an ending. Like, hmm. and it seems clear that he had, you know, had done quite a bit of forethought. And, you know... They actually tied up a few things in a pretty neat bow at the end that I didn't see coming. I think a lot of people didn't see coming. So, like, clearly the guy had plans. But, like, you don't know. You know what I mean? George R. R. Martin had plans. Like, yeah. you don't, you just don't know sometimes. Um, and so, like, there's there was just no guarantee, I think, that, like, it's going to be great because it was good before. It's mm. like, there's plenty of shit that started out well and didn't finish well. It, like, there's no shortage of examples, in fact. Like, endings are very hard. And mm. this has been on for a decade. And I've been watching it for a decade, but, like, I've been invested in it for as long as I've been invested in anime, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just felt a huge amount of pressure, and uh, I really wanted it to succeed, and it did. I was over the moon happy with it. And to come to the end of that kind of a journey and, like, not have it my number one, I was like, nah, I got it. I got it. I, so my reasoning for putting it at number four is a like my number one is my fucking number one this year. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. I'll fucking chew your ear off for ten minutes. If I have to. Um, but like, again, you know, I got this in my nose. Legacy status is sealed. It's official. It's like stamped, locked. Yeah. There's no, there is no more discussion. Like it's it's a fact. Like you know, it is now in the all time list. It's with the death notes. It's with yeah. the, you know, it's there. Famab. Yeah, like, you know, the goats, like, truly. And yeah. not just it's in the like, pantheon of greatness. It's, it's up there. Like, it's, again, sealed. Um, but it is hard. It is, it is a very weird feeling. Like, having some time away from the finale, or, like, the, you know, the most recent finale, or part. Fuck, the goddamn names. Yeah. It's so stupid. Anyways, <laughs> um, even, like, writing the final chapters of my notes, I was like, this is absolutely insane. Um... <laughs> It's the timing of everything, I think, between even just, like... Because the way they capped off part two, I loved so much. And then the disjointedness from, like, the the final chapter part one. And then even, like, the months to part two of the final... Oh, my God. Here we go. See, like, we're, already, we're already getting confused. It, just, it, it all felt so, too, like, too distanced. Or not even, like, distance enough. Like, if they had said, like, we'll be back in, like, three years. And, like, they really, like, went at this finale. Mm -hmm. You know, like, it almost, would, like, felt a little more normal. Because there would have been more time to, like, rewatch everything. And kind of get through. Yeah. Again, maybe, like, the person that's not running a podcast. And they're only watching one or two shows. Like, it's easier to do that. Like, you know, people you're talking to that watch it this year. But, like, it just, it felt, it just felt like a, like a thumb sticking out to me in the end. Like, it was just, like, it was all there. I remember all the stuff. I've watched it multiple times. It just... It felt out of place. The finale it was just like it was like I was recalling more on older feelings than like enjoying it in the moment because it, it just felt so distanced from everything else. So again, it's still in my top five. I love the show and all this stuff, but it's again, it's just like God, like how? And again, it comes down to money and stretching it out and whether it's like studio, like you know, workload and stuff, like who knows? Like they, they whatever the, yeah, whatever the whatever reason it is, is it the, just the issue remains. It just like in the moment, and you know. But the nice thing is, it's always going to be there. And the next time I do my rewatch, 
I'm going to go from season one to two to three, and then I'm going to get to four, and then I'm going to start four, and I'm going to finish with four. You yeah. know, like it's, it's, it'll be like, it'll feel, I think it'll feel more natural then. And, you know, like I said, it's just, it's, it's a weird feeling, right? Like it's, it's one of my all time shows. I thought that both finales were amazing. I thought they wrapped up everything perfectly. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the, I think my questions were answered and the unanswerable felt good left unspoken you yeah. know like it's i never there's no like nothing's gnawing at me with how it ended it's just no. the presentation it's still like kind of just like sticks to me of like fuck like how did they do this you know but like you know it is what it is like it's done it's over like there's you know like what does it matter but i don't know man but it's a top five like i said there's this show was a heavy hitting year stuff that i fucking loved and it's just crazy you know Again, like not like my opinion matters all that much and like the super huge scheme, but like they got number four for a reason, you know. For <laughs> so, sure. But uh but yeah, I don't know, Attack on Titan, man. Awesome stuff. Gold. Alright, man. You ready? Numero uno. Numero uno. Hit me with it. Dave, my number one is uh Oshinoko. Uh what is that? Oshinoko. Um I'm gonna I'm just gonna <laughs> no, read I'm straight from, I'm gonna read straight from my notes right here. Um this is easily the biggest show you missed out on in twenty twenty three. No. Yeah, Dave Bate, all across the board. You would love this show. Um, this, like, again, um, like, didn't catch me out of left field. I kind of knew a little stuff going into it. It's the same mangaka as Kaguya-sama, Love is War. Okay. So, you know, I don't, I didn't know, it, like, I don't think Oshinoko is a comedy by any means, but um, not a full-blown comedy like Kaguya-sama, but, like, the writing is insanely intelligent in that show. Like, right. the... Again, I haven't read the manga, but the anime, it's, it's incredible. Like, the like the jokes per minute. You know, people always say, like, you know, the all-time comedy shows is, like, Veep, because, like, the, you know, if you sit down and do the jokes per minute that land... Sure, you know, sure. It's it's in, like, the, you know, the the upper echelon of all, you know, Big time. Like live-action TV, which I agree with. You know, I love that show. Like, Kaguya-sama is, like, the anime version of that. Like, it is, like, non-stop. Like, you're, sometimes, like, we're laughing so hard. We've missed a joke. We have to pause. We have to go back. Like, it's it's just, it's never ending. Um, so, like, I had so much goodwill going to, like, this, you know, this, you know, this author's, like, new show that was coming out. And I, I knew it was about, like, the entertain, like, kind of like the dark side of the entertainment industry in Japan. Right. Like, okay. the idols, the idol stuff. And, but I didn't realize, like, it gets into, you know mid to low budget you know movies in japan and like you know going up to like bigger budget films and and how their reality television works and you know how it's like everyone kind of knows it's 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 scripted but like people watch it like it's the real thing and how kind of like the the crazy the fandom can get and you know the they get you know they touch stuff like you know the kind of the craziness of social media and the the stalking and all this stuff and they wrap this story up in a how did I put it here? It's a fucking mouthful. It's like an, an isekai murder mystery set place in the entertainment industry. Like, it's it's such an interesting kind of, like, landing, you know, project. Like, you know, you kind of tell people that. You're like, oh, what am I getting into? And they, the first episode is a 90-minute prologue to the story. And you get to the end of it. And by the, you get the ending of the first episode, every week I was like, oh, my God. I cannot wait for the next episode. Like, what is going to happen next? And it just... It continues, like, kind of similar to Death Note, even in Summertime Running, without, like, the twists and turns. Like, there's just, like, they hit you with just something enough leading into the next episode of, like, oh, where's, you know, wh- where are we going to go from here kind of thing. Like, you know, they're, and they kind of come and go with the murder mystery stuff, and they kind of get into the, 
kind of the way, and I really don't like I don't want to talk too much about it in depth of it because like, I really want you to watch it Dave like at the very <laughs> least I want you to watch I want you to be surprised like, genuinely surprised by some of these moments because it's it's so well written um and you know but like it is it is funny and it's bright and it's colorful because again like that's the point right like you know the the entertainment industry is supposed to be lights and camera action and yeah. you know, color and this and that and then like, the way they kind of switch to like you know just behind the scenes and how drab and it's you know it's raining in the background but you can't tell because like the whole set is lit up by lights and all that it's just it's 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 so so cool and i know some people have like you know they've made their comments it's, it's been a very like uh, social media show um because like people say like you know oh like they're kind of like targeting me and all that you know like sure. you know, my fandom's not like that and it's that but like you are like you're kind of like proving that point um but a lot of people do say like you know maybe they don't they don't go they don't deep dive enough into it. But like my reasoning was like last year when I, you know, the, the, my dress up darling show, which I loved, you know, it was kind of like the same thing with the cosplay. Same people had, or similar people had similar comments to like, Oh, well, they didn't go like that in depth with like how the inner workings of like the cosplay community is. But me, like I had no, I had no knowledge of how it works. And now I kind of know something. So like, I feel like Oceanoko has a similar way of like kind of how this stuff works and all that. And how, you know, they kind of, it's bright, but it's dark, and this and that. I don't, Dave. I love the show. The music alone, like the OP, is like my song of the year. Um, similar to like um, Sunny Boy. Remember how awesome the the timing of the the ending theme would oh, cut yeah. into like a major moment, like so good. Bef- before credits ran. So like it kind of gave yeah. like the the final moment just a little more power to like you know what's going to happen next week they do the exact same thing in this show like the the dropping of the ending theme is just perfectly timed and you're just kind of like pumped up you're like fuck yeah like what what's gonna happen next week but uh <laughs> season two is coming this year um it has been i'm probably either spring or summer show um oh so but, is it only like the how long is season one uh 12 episodes oh okay okay yeah the, the first episode's 90 minutes um, okay oh wow it's, it's a full-blown movie apparently yeah yeah, dude, it's awesome, 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 awesome. I know you don't really have much to jump in on that, but uh, you no, I mean, it, I've, but... I've, so I've heard a lot about it. I know yeah. it's big. I am like, I mean, I figured it, that must be it, like just by the process of like deduction as we were going sure. through this. Yeah, but yeah. like, I didn't like going into this pod. I did not guess it would be on your top five at all. I did oh. not realize it was that big of a heavy hitter. Uh, heavy it hitter for is. You. It is the show I've thought about the most this year. God, but it's wow. It goes into. It kind of goes into the marketing too. Like the song was so heavily marketed. Like yeah. the you know the song Idol. Like it, it it I think it's the first song out of Japan to like break in like a, a certain international records. Like sure. it it blew up, you know. And you know same thing for like I'm a straight up Yosobi fan. Like I I listen I've been listening to all her al- or their albums, um uh, for like you know months now. I just can't like great beats and like she just she, like she did the original OP for um, the first season of The Witch from Mercury and like oh, the okay. Beastar show. She had a, her her first their sorry their the group their first song was on that Beastar show and like they blew up from <laughs> that too. Like it's it's crazy, dude. Like I I love this. This is the one where I want to read the manga so bad, but like the next season's coming so soon, so I'm just like no, right. chill, chill. Watch the season and if it's like. A year after that, nothing's been announced. Then yeah, you can jump into the manga. But uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it, yeah, it's all right. Maybe it. the uh, you've got a, you got a few things on my list right now. I got to get to that. Uh, leave the world behind, and I've got to get yeah. to uh, Oshinoko. Although you know the pilot is a movie, but I will get to it, and I'll try to do that sooner rather than later. I would recommend Sam if you're listening. Hmm. I think this might be in your real house. I think you might enjoy it. 
Interesting. I um, if like I said, tell it, her that, it might incite her to. Uh... Well, it's like I said. It, it like it's. Let's it's, see if it she listens. Very... Let's see if she comes to me with it. I would hope so. It's our year end. The wives listen. <laughs> I hope so. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's. I think you guys will like it. I'm like I'm. I totally am. Like when I was writing the list, and I was like, by the way, like we have to rewatch this, like in preparation for season two, and you're you have to see it this time. Sure. And uh, but yeah, so so that's. I'm probably gonna rewatch it soon. But um, yeah. <laughs> um, okay. That wow, we're done. Top that's five. it. Yeah. Top five. Yeah, should okay, we do wait, a re- let's, quick little recap? Yeah, I was about to say, let's speed run it here. I'll give you mine. Okay, okay. so my top five from bottom up. Uh, number five, Summertime Render. Summertime Rendering. Uh, four, Vinland Saga. Three, Free Rin, Beyond Journey's End. Mm-hmm. Two, Jujutsu Kaisen, season two. And one, Attack on Titan, the final chapters. What do you got? My number five is Jujutsu Kaisen, season two. Uh, my number four is Attack on Titan, the final chapters. Uh, number three is Free Rin, Beyond Journey's End. Number two is Vinland Saga season two, and number one is Oshinoko. Well done. Um, can I can I just make a quick comment? I know like you were saying, you're, you're just kind of like your uh, your an, your analysis of my potentially what my number one was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, summertime running, great pick. I'm I don't want to dip into your honorable mentions. I'm actually kind of shocked it beat out uh, Heavenly Delusion. It's funny you say that. Yeah, I, I changed it like two minutes before this. Wow, really? Yeah, um, we have. I have it in my honorable mentions. Obviously, yeah. I think the thing with Heavenly Delusion is that, like, I I'm irritated that it ended the way it did, and we have no. I have no idea if there's going to be more. Yeah. Um, oh, the finite of summertime. Okay, I see that. Yeah, yeah. And I like that summertime is a whole story, and it's mm-hmm. done. And I don't know if Heavenly Delusion will get an ending. And I think Heavenly Delusion might offer more on a rewatch. I think it mm-hmm. probably will. But I know I'm not going to rewatch it unless I know more is coming. And I hate that it's uncertain. Um, I don't know. Like, I also felt... The prospects like... of a sequel are very minimal now. Yeah, That's I know. the really sad thing because of the Disney jail situation. And, like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just very unsure because it was so good. But it was so good and so dense that you kind of almost had to watch everything twice to begin with. Which, oh, there's definitely some episodes I had to rewatch. Yeah, and like that is fun, but summertime rendering was just so much more straightforward fun. You know what I mean? Mm. How like there's artsy, and then there's like so artsy that you're like, okay, wait, what? Sure. Heavenly Delusion towed that line really well, but summertime I think was just more straight up enjoyable. You know what I mean? It was a very hard decision though. Um, yeah. Because I do, you know, I don't know. I I, I would. It was in my top five for a long time, and then I was like, wait, you know what? Now that I think about my experiences with them, they kind of beat it up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, good point. Um, do you want to uh, briefly mention maybe some of our favorite moments from each yeah. of, uh, of our shows? Sure, let's do it. I, I can start with top five. I just have all of Shinpei's deaths in Summertime Winter. Oh. <laughs> Specifically, like, his first one and maybe his second, because I just remember being like, wait, what? Cause yeah, like, him, his getting his... Spoiler, his getting his brains blown out, yeah. like, kneeling up against the tree was like, whoa, this yeah. show is on. I think it was, like, episode one or two. And his deaths are always... Screaming. He screams uh, all the fucking time. That, but they're always <laughs> shocking. Even though that you know that, like, that's a mechanism that he has, seeing someone blow their brains out all the time, or or what, even when he's killed and he doesn't mean to uh, be killed, yeah. like, the deaths are always visceral. Yeah, two... To um, the show's credit is, it, you know, it's, it sounds like it wouldn't, but like that, like, you know, the, that's the whole, you know, like a time loop show. Like there, there can be some, 
bit of ass dragging over time. Just kind of like, hey, like, we've seen this like 20 times. But like, I never, never getting bored. It's not the right word for it. But like, it felt like every time it mattered. Like, it, it, yeah. it felt heavy every single time it happened. Like, there was no, even the ones where he's like, um, okay, like, quick loop. You know, like, we, we did that. Like, you know what I mean? There was a couple moments where it was just like, we need to like, do a quick reset or whatever. Yeah. Even that, it, every time it felt major. You know, it's, I don't know, it's, um, it's a weird detail, but it's, it's no, hard it, to pull that off. So. And it's, you're totally right. You can overuse that mechanic easily. Yeah. And they didn't. No. What do you got? Um, the Choso versus Yuji fight. Yeah. Oh, good one. <laughs> yeah. There's, again, there's uh, a lot in this season that, you know, you could reference. Um, I, I don't want to just go wild just in case I, I grab one of yours, but I am, I, we talked about this in podcasts. I told you, know, I think I'm drunkenly, I've, you know, probably told you this like a million times over the years in a bar mm. the the raid 2 is one of my all-time favorite movies oh right 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 and right. they straight like it, it, they like honored that movie like they i remember they essentially redid the kitchen fight scene in this bathroom with chozo and yuji and like to the like the stance like literally they went like exact stances and foot and there's a very key a really cool shot in the movie where they, the camera focuses on their feet as they inch forward yeah. as they inch forward and they did the exact same shot in it i was just like you know it was like total like fucking you know fighting or uh, martial art movie bait it was oh, awesome and so also good. like the fake out at the end of that episode where they replay yeah. the soundtrack yes. that they used in s1 but it's a fake yes. out because usually loses the fight black flash fake out yeah. yeah and also the context now no and we'll talk about this next week but like the context that they may actually be related and like yeah. that's the one guy who yuji just straight up lost to in a fight yep. it's just nuts mm-hmm. um yeah that's a great that's a great fucking pick i'll, I'll give you my jujitsu uh pick i have a bunch yeah. but the first one that it's funny uh the, there's so many great fights to see uh, this season i but the first thing that came to my mind was toji killing amanai uh, okay. You know that gunshot? Ghetto hurt. Ghetto is, yes. We're, you think the episode's over? They they yeah. hit oh, another fake out with the music because you think they're yeah. cutting to the the ending theme. And oh, it's fuck. it was sad because it was a beautiful moment and it was sad. I was sitting there concentrating on Ghetto yeah. about this like beautiful young man that he used to be. You know what I mean? And he was just robbed of all of that and everything what in the matters? show. He's just, the best guy around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think I knew, you know, I didn't know what was going to happen, but I was yeah. like, everything is unraveling. Like, mm. it, this is going so badly, and uh, it was just such a good moment. So, yeah. That's good. I, I, well, it's so funny. I asked Leanna, what's your favorite? <laughs> I just thought it was so funny, because I'm always picking on her, because uh, she loves the voice actor. I was like, what's, uh, what's the first scene you think of from Jitsu Guys? And she's like... Nanami grabbing the caveman guy's face and fucking <laughs> punching him out. I'm like, wow, you gotta type. <laughs> you gotta type. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, that's funny. Uh, no, my next one is uh, I have no enemies from uh, Bill and Saga. That's uh, I have that too. I have no yeah. enemies on on my list. And my honorable mention because I thought you might take that one was uh, uh, Thorfinn's dream of Askeladd in Hell, which you had I, mentioned yeah, earlier. Ironically. It's funny because I I left it off because I thought it might be. On that's funny. So, no, but I did mention it's on my list. I did the drifting into the afterlife sequence with uh, Arn Heed. And, oh, yeah, uh, that was good, too. I love that. Um, okay, I've got one from uh, Free Ren. Okay. Um, and they're both... Uh, well, yeah, I have two from uh, Fern and Stark. And it's... Okay, uh, yeah. They're not fighting together. It's their first mm-hmm. fight scene independently. Stark versus Linny, I believe, oh. and Fern versus Lugner or Lugner. Yeah, that's a whole episode, and they both win by the end of it. 
Um, and then you had mentioned their dance scene earlier, which I had. Yeah, that, that's on my list. Yeah, I love that. And it's it's so funny too. Just a little a little anecdote. I remember when we started the episode. There's a there's a a shot of them descending down like a little hill in a in like a a stone staircase. Yeah. And I I, I said to Leanne, I was like, I find that very interesting how fluid the shot is of them stepping down. Right. And I'm like, oh, that's so weird. Like that's such a very specific very well animated scene and then like you realize like by the end of the episode it was like it was almost like a tease to like their movements on the yeah. dance floor yeah and focusing on their feet and moving or i just i was like whether it was intentional or not i just it, from the beginning of the episode i was like whoa like what is going on here and then you get to the end it was just beautiful beautiful episode yeah and i um i have one more just because I, I remember loving it so much was uh freerun revealing her mana to aura in the fight. <laughs> yeah yeah. Um, God, man, show. this show just so so uh, good. It's so hard to put it where I did, but it's so fucking good. Um, love it. What what else you got? What did we not cover? Um, I actually I got one outside of my top five, um, but it's it's one of the few moments that just it's the first thing I thought of. So it's from the so right now uh, the Bleach the Thousand Year Blood War is airing. It's going to be oh, so yeah. the, the second core. Uh, just it aired in twenty twenty three. Um, didn't make my top five. Um, mm. It was really good, though. But I read the whole manga this year as well, uh, beginning all 650-odd chapters there. And one of my favorite moments um, from the entire manga run is in like what is now airing on TV. So the moment is, the, I guess the reference is the real Kenpachi. So it's a fight between Kenpachi and this character, Unohana, who's... Uh, it is again context. It's gonna be nothing to you, but it's fucking dope as shit. So the the name Kenpachi is like essentially like taken, like you you kill the previous one okay. as being the strongest, and like you become like the next one. So it's revealed that this Unohana character, who's like one of the original, you know, original like people from like the Bleach Order or like the Soul Society Order, you find out she is like the OG Kenpachi, and she's still alive. And so for, like, the current Kenpachi to, like, kind of ascend to, like, his, you know, biggest strength, he has to, like, kill, like, one of his comrades. And, like, there's a fight down in a basement. And she kind of, she's, like, this very nice, quiet, you know, almost, like, motherly character the whole series. And then she kind of just, like, shows, like, like all her powers are, like, blood-related. And it's, like, just kind of, like, evil incarnate. And it's just, like, two kind of friendly people, like, fighting to the death. And it was unreal in the manga it was my hands down my favorite moment in the whole series and they just like it was a 10 out of 10 scene it like took up the whole episode it was incredible like Damn. literally a whole episode dedicated to the fight it was awesome so shout out to the real kenpachi scene or shout episode out. um okay the only one i have left here is attack on titan it is like a series spoiler so sure attack yeah, on titan the final chapters spoiler i mean it's been out but you know, the uh, Aaron talking with Mikasa and Armin in the paths mm. answered most of my questions. Yeah. And uh, I did sob uh, vehemently uh, when uh, Mikasa was crying over Aaron's grave. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And that's my um, last one. So, my last one is AOT as well. Mm. Um, it's, it's kind of funny. It's it, This is a kind of a shout out to Bronson because, you know, a, we were together for a Christmas get together and he asked me, he's like, so, like... You know, series is done. Like, what do you think there? You know, I mean, I had a couple of bots there. and Would have loved an just... invite, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you next year. Yeah, yeah, I um, But, <laughs> um, no, uh, so, anyway, so what I had told him, 
I thought it funny, like just all like the internet warriors kind of saying like the biggest gripe with the finale was the post credit scene, like the like right. kind of like the the time you know time taking place you know in yeah. like you know in the fast forward, and that's like I love that I thought that was incredible because agreed you know regardless or your however whichever one you're supposed to say whatever the internet fucking thinks and like think, saying that scene is bad like they've missed the whole point of AOT. And it's history repeats itself. And yeah. it was just a visual representation of, you know, all the hard work that went into it. You know, Aaron was able to, you know, create some piece for some time. But it all, it just happens again, you yeah. know. Um, and I just, I thought it was very... Poignant. Very poignant and very beautiful. And I loved watching kind of, you know, I don't know if that exact shot... Or even like those sequences of shots were in the manga, or if that was kind of like a creative choice by Mappa. But I just, if that was like Isayama's drawings, like his take of like what the future looked like in that universe, I don't know that for sure. But I think that's like a cool thing to be like, oh, I wonder what he thought the future looked like. I think it was, yeah. I think like they punched it up a bit for the credit sequence. Sure. He had like, yeah. So I don't know. I just, I I remember seeing that. It It was kind of like a very nice, like, it's done. Yeah. You know, it's it's beginning again, but it's done. So I'm, yeah. it was. Uh, I really like that. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. It's a good choice. Um, would you like to talk some honorable mentions? Yeah, dude, let's get it. So we don't we won't spend as much time on these as we did. You know, obviously the top five. That's what you know. You make the cut. Yeah. You get you get you get a long. Speak for yourself, Dave. No. <laughs> you get a long expose, but um, I, I I barely want to include this one because I I think I actually had it in my top five last year. But the reason is it like started in twenty two and it finished in twenty three. Sure. Uh, but I did start the year kind of wrapping up the first few months of twenty twenty three, wrapping up Blue Lock. Blue Lock and had a good run in twenty twenty three though. No, it was long, like but it was twenty four episodes. That's the thing. It was long as shit. Yeah, yeah, I think counts. Demon Slayer um, went from one into the other. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, honorable mention. I just really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. What do you got? Um, I have no particular order, by the way. For no, honorable. I, yeah, yeah. I'm just going for like with my notes there, uh, dude. <laughs> Revenger. <laughs> yeah, same. I had that. That was that was a trip, man. It's you know, it's funny. Like looking back, it was like. It's a swim in sevens. It was like a seven out of ten, like and like end of discussion. You know, it wasn't perfect, but it did like a lot of stuff that I had never seen. Um, maybe like more. It was fun. You know, um, I love the OP. I know you hated it, but it's also like one of my most listened songs this year. Uh, I yeah, love but there's the other songs song. that I love from that show. Ironically, yeah, which, it's, like, yeah, yeah, great, great audio design in that show. Yeah. Um, just like you know, with various weapons and kind of just the background, like kind of like the villages. <laughs> there's one scene. Yeah, there's there's like a there's like a um, not a crack den, but uh, there's like a village like where all the people like are strong. Oh, it's up opium, on, like uh, an opium, yeah, yeah. like kind of like a like a uh, like a camp outside of yeah. town. And there's a scene of like a woman dying, and I was like, you know, I had the headphones on. I was like, oh fuck, like I feel like I'm sitting next to her. Like it was like very well done. Yeah, um, yeah, they very like front front speakers on that. But uh, what do you got next? Well, I already mentioned Heavenly Delusion, and we, yeah. we kind of, and I already mentioned why, so I'll, I'll skip it's over that. Also, on my honorable mentions, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, great show. I wish there was more. Mm. We'll see one day. Um, but I had uh, Zom One Hundred because, like, oh yeah, you know, I had so much fun when that show started, yeah. uh, and then it, it kind of, you know, direction issues. Yeah, I know. Drove. So we, we, we got, we only we got two episodes left. Okay, well, we should probably talk about those next week. I'll yeah. have those. I'll have those watched. 
Yeah, so, uh, and it, and I think the last three are all, like, one arc. Like, they're all, like, sequentially named. So, it, I mean, it works out, I guess, for the ending. Yeah, the uh, way they ended it was, like, very set up of, like, oh, something bad's gonna happen. So. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what, what else? What do you got? Uh, I got uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, Season 2. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, you had some strong some feelings about yeah, that earlier It was, on. you know, Dave, this was, there. my original draft for my top five was, uh, um, AOT wasn't on it. Mm. And uh, or uh, Butch Mercury was, but uh, uh, my better my better senses kind of came to me. I don't know. I, I do liked... not pitch me on this show again. I no, not no, 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 no. <laughs> I do. It's so funny. It, 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 we joked about it. Like I, I think I actually like deep down I wanted you to watch the first season because I really wanted you to see like how cold and brutal a moment was in like the finale of season one, mm-hmm. which I think just you would have like jumped off your couch. It's just it's so ugly and like brutal. Um. And again, like it also kind of hits home that like you know child soldiers are a recurring theme in Gundam. You know, oh right, right, right. That kind of ki- kind of kicks back into like oh it's wartime. So this season was like the wartime thing, and it, it was interesting because it kind of took like um, less of, you know, less eighty six of like kids in the woods and their in their robots like holding the line. It's more like oh like we're you know, we're now political strategists and, you know, it's all about money and like moving our money from this shell company to that company, you know, to align ourselves with this faction that like might be associated to terrorists, but like they're not, but like there's like two cells below them that are for sure. Like, you know, the cause of everything it's, it was very weighty, um, which I loved. Um, but you know, honorable mention, keep drawing mechs in like hand and like do draw the animation like enough with the cg stuff and shout out to wish for mercury all that shit was hand drawn it was beautiful the incredible fight sequences um they kind of did like a last minute villain which didn't really seem out of nowhere but i was just kind of shocked how cruel that person was and it just kind of turned into this old whole extra last minute storyline that i was like there's no way they're going to be able to wrap this up neatly and they pulled it off and it's done there's no sequel it's a finite thing. It's always going to be there for you, Dave. Just saying. Um, but uh, no, dude, it was. I, I loved Witch from Mercury. I'll definitely, um, I'll, I'll definitely be coming back to this again one day. It was, it was a really fun watch. Great music too. Opnds. True say. Um, okay, th- I have like a live action section basically. Hit it. I don't. Okay. But I'm here for you. I got a couple of video games, so fair. Okay. Uh, Last of Us. Don't oh, need yeah. to say. Don't need to say a ton. Yeah. Last of Us. Per- fantastic uh really really enjoyed it over to you uh demon slayer season three um <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> sorry go ahead yeah, it's funny i don't know man like it's um nah, it was still fun it's still demon it was, slayer it was still fine it was still demon slayer we got some really cool reveals um yeah kind of the i feel like the bread and butter of our relationship to demon slayer and what we want from demon slayer when those moments pop off, like you and I are just like raging hard on them, just like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what like what we're in it for, and then like it's gone in thirty seconds. Yeah, and they go back to the stuff. We're like, okay, we're back to Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, it was fun. It, again, teaser like both. I was in lo- the the opening and closing songs, like the inverse, like one band was the lead, and then a different artist was like you know the feature on it, and then yeah. they did the opposite on the ending. I love both those two bands and artists, so that was that was awesome. Um, and the show still looks fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> like people are like clowning on like all it has is its animation. Like even oh, if yeah. they did, it's awesome. So who cares? Like agreed. Yeah. Um, no, I did, I had I had fun. Um, 
what was I gonna say? Uh, what was my next one? Oh, um, the bear. Man, almost oh, the bear. Yeah. The bear is too almost exclusively for the fucking seven fishes episode. Oh, dude, you don't get to do me. that and not win. Every, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, the bear was absolutely fantastic. Um, over to me. Yeah. Yeah, we already talked Heavenly Delusion a bit there. Um, just yeah. quick notes. Um, keep anime weird. I love it. Um, That's true. Heavenly Delusion was fucking weird, and I'm all for it. Some weird shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, dude, like it was. It it uh, it went for it, but you know, I like that. So, shout out to shout out to Production IG for making that banger. Shout out. you? Succession. Oh fuck! That was this year too, wasn't it? Success. I'll just tell you the last two: Succession and Barry S4 double. Wow, I didn't think to put Barry on either. Fuck. Yeah, um, just because, you know, I like endings. I thought they did well. I know you were a little torn on Barry S4. I was, um, yeah. But I, Succession, I, I would say, out of the two, I felt stuck its landing a little bit more. Actually, no, probably significantly more. Um, but Barry was fun to watch week to week. But, like... It's a, I would say it's probably at the bottom of my honorable mentions. Um, mm-hmm. Not nothing against Barry, it's still great. Um, but Succession really bringing in what's his face, um, Alexander Skarsgård, man, <sighs> yeah. really pumping him up in that season. Watching that family implode, um, who ends up on top, just all of it. Like, it's funny. I couldn't really, you know, you know, it's a good ending when you can't see it going any other way. You can't get the existing ending out of your head. You know what I mean? You know, it's it's crazy too. Like now thinking about it, like you know, mo- um, top twenty twenty three moments. You know, like obviously didn't have any live action stuff, but I think back to I remember being like my jaw to the floor when Kendall kind of just like unloads on Shiv, like mm-hmm. in that room, like the, like the end, like oh, the total God, breakdown yeah. scene. So good. So and good, I remember so just like good. you know sitting forward on the couch, like not even like really looking at the TV of like, oh my God, is this happening right now? Like it was, it felt it's one of the few moments where I actually felt like a fly on the wall. In yeah. what was going on, it was very uncomfortable. You know how good writing yeah. and performances have to be for yeah. you to feel physically hurt over a f- like on behalf of a fictional character, not physically. Yeah. Same with some fishes episode. I had a very yes. like physical, visceral reaction to that episode. Like, it was, yeah. that, like you know that that is just like as high stakes drama as it gets. Yeah, and they, and and both those shows did such a good job of that. Um, okay, that's it for me. What do you got? All right, I'll bang out a couple here. Uh, your favorite. I'm surprised it wasn't on your top five. Trigun Stampede. <laughs> of course. <laughs> no, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm dude, not, you I, know what? I watched I, it, dude. I watched it. You watched it, and you know what? Credit where credit is due. I don't think there was a show maybe outside of Attack. Here, let me just look at my list really quick. Double check. Um, I don't think there was a show this year that even attempted scale as big as AOT than fucking Trigun Stampede. They... Yeah. They went for it, and I it, like it was very believable. Um, again, on my top five, that fucking OP is out of control, delicious, um, so good, so good. I fucking love that. Song. I think I remember that one. It is, in fact, good. So, um, but I don't know, like you know, like animation, like you know, the the, the complaints about like oh, like you tarnished like this fucking sh- whatever. Like, I think they did their own thing that's enough separate from the original. You can still go enjoy. It's on Crunchyroll. Everyone oh, yeah. relax. You know, I don't know. I just. There were some really cool set pieces. I remember the episode, like the wolf, the um, the Wolfwood's backstory, where they completely changed the animation style to like almost like hand drawn, like crayon to his youth and like the the um, the church where like his buddy that you know ends up on the ship and they're fighting it off or whatever. There's just like they took some like really not weird. They just took some like swings and 
you know, in like the final fight with like you know um, Vash and yeah. and Million, you fucking hear about Million Knives, dude? That dude's like fucking going to prison now. The voice actor, uh, really? Yeah. Jeez, what do you do? <laughs> uh, I think he was fucking around with money. I, I think know. I believe I can't remember, but yeah, he's no longer. Uh, That'll get anyways. you. Um, but um, yeah, dude, I don't know. Just like, it was, it just felt the scale. It was like again, I'm not comparing it to like you know Avatar or anything like that, but yeah, like yeah. they went big and it all felt believable. Mm-hmm. You know, like. You know, you watch Star Wars, like, you, feel the X-Wing compared to, like, the Star Destroyer, like, that feels, you know, real and scale, and I think Trigon, uh, they pulled that off really, really well. I really enjoyed it. Um, okay, you got nothing left. Um, quick couple of video games. Um, I played Metroid Prime for the first time this year. It was a game, I always wanted a GameCube as a kid. Um, I know this is gonna sound like a, like a spoiled kid. I wanted a GameCube. So bad, my parents bought me a PS2, and I was crushed. No, I get, I get it, though. <laughs> you know, but it was like it was the one I wanted, and I wanted to play Metroid Prime so bad, and um, never got to, never, you know, didn't. Anyways, came out, there's a remaster on Switch this year. Uh, you know, our friend Shane was like, dude, you gotta play this. It's one of the greatest of all time, and I did, and I was blown away. I was sucked into this game, and it just kind of reminds me of, like, they used to, like, make games, like, finished things, you know, and just... You know, very very smart puzzles and design, and you know the sh- you know the shooting is for what was for the time, like the early two thousands. But uh, fucking awesome, awesome, awesome. I think my brother in law is playing that too. Now or has like recently? Now, it's, right now, it's I, good, dude. Yeah, I hear it's great. It's awesome. Um, so and one other game, it's an indie game I played. It was on Game Pass. Um, if you're familiar, um, it's the creators, some of the creators that made like Limbo and Inside. They were like Xbox um, indie games from like years and years and years ago. Yeah. And so a couple of those people started their own studio, and the game's called Cocoon, and it's a very, like, five-hour, six-hour puzzle game where it's, like, it's really hard to explain. It's very out there, but you're solving puzzles, like, in, you go into, like, an orb, you solve puzzles in the orb, then you come out of the orb, and then you can take that one and put it into another one, and it's, like, kind of, like, ma- like you know, um, item management, like, not, like, um, not item management. Kind of like you just you got to keep track of like where your colored inventory orbs are. Not inventory. It's just like you can only ever hold one at a time. But you can mm. like if you put one, if you put like the red one into the purple one, and then you kind of pop out of the purple one, and you take that which has the red one in it, and you put that into the green. You know, like there's like layers yeah. and layers and layers. It's it sounds way more complex. I was hooked. It was on a whim. Huh. I was just like, I just needed like a puzzle game. I just need something in between like a big AAA budget thing, and I couldn't put it down. I I think I. I think I got like 80% of the way in like a day. I just couldn't stop. It was so much fun. Very, it's a very good cool. feeling to get lost like that. Yeah. And like no dialogue, just just ambient music and your the sound of your feet kind of going through the thing. Like it sounds like it would be boring. It's not. Um, I, I, if there's, if people like indie games or if you need a break from a AAA and, and you're, you're okay with puzzles, you know, cause I know they can be, puzzle games can be very frustrating because sometimes you're just way too convoluted. Yeah, this is like not quite that. It's it's. I think it's manageable for most people, and um, I really, I highly recommend it. Like again, indie developers, you know, help out where you can. And True finally, twenty twenty three was the year of manga for me. Um, I'm now in fully. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but I read all of Bleach. Fell in love with it. It was a series I was always just kind of curious of, and I didn't want to get stuck in like the filler trap of the anime. Um, great series. Uh, I, I couldn't help myself. I read Chainsaw Man. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm up that. I'm up to date on that. I'm week to week. 
Uh, and it's funny too. And I, I really, the week I was really sick and I was out, like completely out for the count. The announcement was made for the the Reese arc, which is funny because Dave, you know, they're calling that the the Reese arc, and that is a movie. So that's kind of my my counterpoint to oh, the, the calling through Jujutsu Kaisen. But, Wait, so yeah. oh, it is a movie, eh? yeah. It is a movie, yeah. So um, I'm interested, like you know, so that that's that's the thing. Like it, what I would have told you that week is that makes sense to me that they're choosing to make a movie for that arc specifically. Because it's short, right? It's short, but it's also like, not that it's a tonal shift, but it's kind of like the events take place throughout that, that kind of like the trajectory kind of changes. Right. And it makes sense to make that an isolated thing. Kind of similar to like Mugen Train, kind of like set the tone of like, oh shit, like people can fucking die. Like sure. the good guys can die. Yeah. Not saying that, you know, again, I'm not even remotely alluding to anything. No, 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 Jay's I get it, I get it. But like, you kind of get to the end of it, you're like, oh, like, you know, that's... And I think, you know, because it is so short, I think they can kind of like pump up a couple of scenes and like, you know, really... There's like, I can already think of moments of like what they're doing, how beautiful they're going to look and kind of almost... Ser- like there's going to be serene moments mm-hmm. in this movie. I guarantee you like that... the fr- Maybe similar to... Um, like Aki smoking cigarettes on the freaking patio there, making coffee and whatnot. Yeah, I rewatched so, that scene today. It's funny. Oh, it's so funny. I don't know, man. I'm 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 really excited for that. But Chainsaw Man, Chainsaw Man, and I'm 400 chapters now into One Piece. Good lord. I I get it. It's I get it. Everybody. I'm not gonna watch the anime, but I will watch the new one that Wit's making. <laughs> so, which is you know interesting little project they're doing, which we can talk about that next week. But uh, yeah, I'll probably yeah, watch so that that's, too. That's my own mentions. Okay. Um, what do we have left, Grant? Um, we got some songs, you know, instead of like going through them, uh, I think you and I are going to make a playlist of our favorites from this year and we're going to put it up on the social, put a link. If anyone's just, again, if anyone is curious what we've been listening to all year long, it'll all just be there. And, uh, but, uh, we've already mentioned something like an idol from USOB and like the, the Demon Slayer ones are fucking great and. But, uh, but yeah. more than words, uh, oh, yeah. Jujutsu Kaisen, uh, yeah. uh, Shibuya arc ending song. Love that one. I wish if there's one I can shout out now because I just want you to listen to it. There's mm-hmm. a song, there's actually there's a show I watched. Um, you're gonna laugh, it's such a silly name. Um, Undead Girl Murder Farce. <laughs> you're right, it is. A silly yeah, name. it's it is a silly name. It was it was just like a show on Crunchyroll. A lot of people were talking about it, and it was funny. It was just like, um, like if Revenger was a seven, it was like a six five, sure. Um, it was just kind of fun and dumb, and it was like uh, at work you're gonna hate it. it. Was like a you know watching on my phone show, yeah, yeah, uh, you know my lunch there, and um, but I remember that the the ending, the first time the ending came on, my head snapped too. I was like, what, like what is this? And like right. it was just it was hypnotic. Sure. I, like I've never seen, I never heard a song like that. Kind of, it almost felt more Western, but it's clearly, you know, it's Eastern based. Like it's a, like in a Japanese artist. And I was like, "Whoa, that's just fucking. That is, like, it's a do, like, it's just, it's like very groovy and like kind of haunting." Yeah. So the song's called "Reversal." The artist is Anna. Um, I, I, this is for you, the fan, fan by all means, check it out. You'll see the playlist this week, but uh, you should listen to "Reversal" before you go to bed tonight. Yeah. Maybe we'll put, um, like, maybe we'll put the. Uh, it'll be a Spotify playlist, likely, and maybe we'll yeah. put it in our story highlights, or we'll yeah. find a way to make it shareable. But um, yeah, that's a really good idea. Put a little mm-hmm. playlist out. Um, okay, maybe quickly, mm. what to look forward to in 2024. Ooh, yeah. Um, I don't have a lot. I gotta... No, I have the Chainsaw Man movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, I have, uh, that... did they say this next year? I think so, year? but I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Okay. 
I think it is. Um, this year. We're in 2024 now. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Um, and then I have Moshiko Tensei Part 2. Season 2 Part oh, 2. Oh, shit. Okay, that's true. Um, what do you got? got? Of the boner arc. Um, <laughs> I got the uh, the finale to Haikyuu. Uh, decisive battle at the garbage dump. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, be- I believe Part 1 has come out in Japan. And people are loving it. So oh, it'll eventually make its way over here. Uh, there is going to be a second movie. I don't know if that's going to be this year or next year. Right. Um, but that first one, I'm very much excited. Um, there's a show called Delicious in Dungeon. Um, that actually comes out on Thursday. Oh, um, nice. On Netflix. So it was funny. I had mentioned earlier in the year, and I talked about it quite a bit, um, that Campfire Cooking show um, oh, yeah. that Leanne and I watched. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was this one. This was the show I thought it was. And I was like, oh, this is not what I thought it was. But we ended up falling in love with it, and it was, again... Hands down, probably the nicest looking Appa show this year, True. <laughs> for the record, um, which is crazy to me. But um, so Delicious and Dungeon comes out, huge following. The manga is massive, and there's a lot of it's like it was like um, you know how like on Reddit they put like the anime corner and like the mal list of like most anticipated. It was like number one on like three of those like five lists. So that's coming. Um, Kaiju number eight. Um, I got the first volume of this for Christmas. Um, I had heard of it, never really didn't hear the smoke or anything like that. Um, I read it and I was like, whoa, the show is going to be huge. <laughs> um, very action heavy, shonen, um, you know, kaiju stuff. It's really, really fun. Um, Love so a I'm, kaiju. Yeah, and that's coming out in April. So that, that's exciting. Uh, the Hashira training arc for Demon Slayer. Uh, yeah, I have that too. So I don't know when, but Demon Slayer season four should be big. Mm-hmm. Very curious um, to see what they do and yeah. how long it goes. The. The word on the street is people are thinking it's going to be three episodes, movie like. Very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Eh, well, we'll see what. We, yeah, we'll see what. It we makes get. sense if it was pumped out so quick. Yeah, yeah, it would. Yeah, so. I guess more on that when we when we. Oh, yeah. We will report. Oh, I've um, gone to Lazarus. Um, oh, it's that yes. uh, trailer it keeps popping up. It's by that guy who made Cowboy Bebop, and I it think is. Samurai Champloo, same dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um. So, I mean, you know, that's all I really know about it, but the trailers look good, and I don't know the date, but I think it's this year, so we'll see. Fucking A. That was, I forgot to write that one down. Mm-hmm. There's also some Bones is doing an original uh, anime, Metallic Rouge, that comes out soon. Oh, cool. Um, not on my list, but and definitely I'll probably be checking that out. Um, there's an, uh, an anime adaptation coming out called uh, Dan to Dan. Um, it's funny, it, it made, it's funny. It was interesting. It made waves on the internet. Like, the entire Chainsaw Man fan base fucking erupted. Because apparently that's what the manga fans wanted Chainsaw Man to look like. Was like It's being done by uh, Science Saru, who just did um, the uh, Scott Pilgrim anime. Which I didn't oh, watch, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. I didn't watch it either. No, I did. I did oh, watch it. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, sorry. That was like one eye open. Like, I could get one eye open for a couple days and I could watch some anime. Yeah. Uh, and I watched that. It was good. It was fun. You know, we could talk about it at a later date. But, um... Anyway, so that looks really cool. It's like a, I don't know. Apparently, it's just a very out there premise. It's like aliens and ghosts and all that, but it's very, very popular. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. And I'm surprised. I'm, well, maybe I'm not surprised it's not on your list, but the Suicide Squad Isekai, Dave. Oh right. <laughs> no, I, that would not be on I, my list. But I, I, you know, I am very curious to see what this ends up being. Um, but uh, yeah, it, I'm just, uh, curiosity's sake. It's Wit Studio. You know what? Like they're they're no, our they're boys. They're, they're, they're our gang. Right. So, and then uh, finally, like I said, I, I kind of squealed about it earlier. But Oshinoko season two is this year. So yeah, that will be yeah. yeah. That's very that's like number one most anticipated thing this year. Maybe that side with the uh, Haikyuu movie. I'll commit to the pilot. I just don't know when. Do it for season two. 
Don't yeah. do it like the night before season two, because then you're going to feel pissed. Like, shit, i got to watch a full <laughs> season before this. <laughs> we'll <laughs> see. We'll yeah. see, dude. Yeah, do, do it like two, two, three weeks out. Do yourself a favor. <sighs> All right. We'll see. All right. Is that is that it? That is 2023 in a shell. My God. Us, I think. What a year. Um, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Thank you guys for listening. Um, Thank you very much. To not just this episode, but also just in 2023. You know, we had our... Spotify wrapped, uh, you know, about a month or so ago, and I think we said thank you then, but, you know, when we do these, like, retrospective kind of look-backs on the whole year, it reminds us of, like, you know, the year we've had, how much good anime that we've had the opportunity to watch, and just good shows in general, like we said several times throughout this episode. It was kind of hard to nail all this down, and then when you look back at everything, it's like, holy shit, we had, like, a lot of really fun stuff this year. Um, we intend on, you know, having more fun this year in 2024, watching tons of shows, experimenting with the show a little bit. Um, we're thinking of making, you know, some fun changes. And like I said, we're not really committing to anything major, but we're going to play around a little bit. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to put it out in the ether. I'm just going to make it like, we want to do video really bad and that is the goal. And like, it's not imminent, but like, give us like a month or two and to figure all the bearings out. But we really, really want to get to video and, uh, you know, kind of maybe start communicating more out with the fan base and all. And also, too, like, Abenak shouting you out, you know, freaking diehard fan there. You know, and Sam and, and Bronson, like, all the friends of the pod, you know, send us in. Like, what were your 2023 moments? Like, I'm actually might be talking to some, you know, Bronson and maybe Joey this week. And I might do, I might put up a little fun episode this week at some point. Yeah, man. Of, uh, just interviewing some of our friends and see uh, what anime they're watching and enjoying. So, but uh, be a part of the new year, the new year with us. We want to know what you guys are watching. Yeah, it's the uh, community has been a really, really big part of, of this whole project. It's been yeah. super fun. So, again, thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, follow the podcast on Instagram, TikTok, at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. Thank you again for listening, and we will see you next week. Grant, say the thing. Bye, guys. Cheers.